Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Commander Clash podcast, where the Commander Clash crew discusses commander-related topics, and today we are going to be talking about our favorite win conditions in Commander. This is not like a power ranking scale of win conditions. Obviously, we would just say like Thoracle is number one and be like, that's all folks, if, the, if that was the power ranking. This is just like what we personally get excited about uh, pulling off in a game of Commander, how we want to win the game, what gets us super hyped. Um, so think of it as a personal hype list. Uh, so uh, join with, uh, joining me, as always, is Richard, a.k.a. Okay, I heard this. This is a good one. The Codfather. Oh, okay. The Codfather. Okay. The Codfather. Okay. Okay. Cod yeah? I can get behind that. The Codfather. Uh, I, I like that. I like uh, that. Somebody, uh, a viewer DM'd me that one, and I was like, this is brilliant. I, will, I like I'll that. use it next time. I like time, it a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That could be like a good scoop shirt, you know, like if he the, the Godfather, like you know the puppet. How thingy, do we not then... release that for Capenna? <laughs> I, I, I'm surprised there's no fish and chips shop called this. Are we copyright infringing somewhere? <laughs> gotta be somewhere. Godfather. <laughs> we got to copyright it ASAP before this comes out. <laughs> Don't trademark it until we get there. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Write that down. Uh, and then uh, next up, we got Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive. How's it going, Seth? Good, Tomer. How are you today? I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, and then finally, we got Krim, aka the Asian Avenger. How's it going, Krim? Yo, what's up, Tomer? How you doing? Good morning. <laughs> Good. I clearly need my coffee because I'm fumbling already. But oh, whatever, whatever. Same. This will this will wake me up. All these sweet finishers. But what if you can't wake up? Wake uh, me up inside. Okay, I'm can't wake up. Look, I, Daredevil was a fantastic movie. Oh, we're not, we're not, okay, that's not, we're was, not going to open that can of worms. I do not. I, okay, we are, it was it a pleasure too early and, for me to be that upset. Okay, let's, let's, that slog like capped it off, you know, like it was the creme, it was the cherry on top, you know? <laughs> Viewers, if you, if you like that reference from two decades ago, like and subscribe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on that note though seriously if wherever you're listening to this like and subscribe uh if you also want to hear uh outdated references uh, you can support the channel by uh going to our merch store mtggoldfishmerch.com you can buy playmats uh deck boxes deck sleeves so much more over at mtggoldfishmerch.com all right with that out of the way let's kick it off with the list seth what is a win condition that you personally love pulling off in commander this was a hard one because I'm not really a win condition kind of guy. I just like cast my mull drifters and draw cards. But there, there is a couple that I really like. Uh, one of them, number one on my list, I have Warp World. Uh, Warp World is probably my favorite way to win a game of Commander. Uh, if you don't know Warp World, it's really expensive. It's an eight mana red sorcery. Tell us, what does it do? It makes each player shuffle all their permanents into their library, and then you yes. get that many random cards off the top of your library, and you get to put all the artifact creatures and lands and eventually enchantments into play off of it. So yes. this might look like a chaos card, but this is really is. a finisher. I mean, it can you yeah. can just 
cast it randomly, and it is a chaos card. But if you build your deck around it, I would argue this is actually a really sweet finisher because the way you break the symmetry of this card is just having more permanence in your opponent. If you can make a lot of permanence and you cast this, and your opponents presumably aren't going to be building in expectation of you casting a warp world, you're going to put a ton of things on the battlefield, and each of your opponents are likely going to lose a bunch of stuff off their battlefield. And then you can just go even deeper, and hopefully you're putting like an eternal witness into play and using all the things that you put into play and all the lands to cast another warp world and eventually oh. it just kind of eats away your opponent's board until they don't really have anything and you have everything <laughs> and then you win the game so i think it's a i think it's a spectacular way to win a game of commander also i want to see what Tomer's reaction was can <laughs> <laughs> you just kill it will be faster if you attack me with the mold drifter please i I will also say that we play mostly on Magic Online, so all this happens yeah. automatically. In paper, maybe I would not be as fond of this card because wow, it does seem like Seth. a little bit of a hassle to deal with in paper. But on Magic Online, you just you click a button and Moto does it all for you. It's <laughs> Seth. I didn't. I didn't know bad. you. You weren't down for that life in real life, though. Like I'm talking. I do that in real life. And I let know me tell you, do, you <laughs> I miss lots of things. But like, you, you have to keep track of so many things, and it's so much fun. <laughs> It's a board game. Warp World is it's just board game dot magic, right? Like a real one, not whatever they put out years ago. Like, and and like thanks to Seth, I can piggyback off of Seth because I don't have to use this slot. Because yeah, I have scram- <laughs> Scramble Verse, Warp no, World, Thieves okay, Auction. No, that's these are line. these are gamer cards. This is how you know you're gaming. No. This card is gas. It is it no. is interactive. It requires everyone to play the game. <laughs> I don't know so, if I can consider Scrambleverse a win con yeah. though. Like that that's not uh, actually uh, putting you in a position <laughs> to win necessarily. When Warp World, if you build around it, I think it actually does. Actually, think, Seth, it takes it takes skill to put yourself in the position to win oh off God. of a Scrambleverse. <laughs> So right. and and then no. there's thieves auction where that just means you have to draft right so you know you got to practice your limited Richard this should be your card <laughs> Richard this is your card no. please somebody <laughs> these are all fun magic cards yeah. yes they are I don't know if Warp World's a win card though like it's kind the reason of like why a... it's so spectacular is yeah. because like when it actually works you're like I got him but that's because yeah. it fails a large percentage of the time. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it's like a crater hoof that can somehow attack you randomly. Yeah. You roll a die, the crater hoof attacks you. You're like, what? I'm like, chances are 75% of the time it works out, but 25% of the time it just blows up in your face. So. That's precisely what it is. So, what it, it is a legitimate, like, I agree with, so it's not that feels like Scrambleverse. I will, I will actually probably scoop before I allow you to, like, <laughs> shuffle around my permanence. You know, the hassle. So, so it's of, a win con. It is a win con. I will just concede. Yeah. It's, a, it's nice. a win con because you Maybe steal your underground sea even when, even when one person, even when one person like swaps a card, you know how many times it's end of the game, like somebody's leaving the the table or something. You're like, oh, I actually have your card. Imagine that like cranked up to eleven with scramble verse. Like, oh, actually, to have like five of your cards. Oops, Daisy, uh, pick Everyone's it up next time I see sleeves. you. That's yeah, you're everybody's say. running black sleeves. Yeah, oh, if you want to go real gamer hours, you make it so everyone has the same oh, black So Warp World is actually it's actually fine. Like I'm I'm actually okay with it resolving at least once. Not Eternal Witness stuff, please. And it, it's good but for like token decks. A win con, yeah, yeah. You can break the symmetry by having more permanents in your opponents. 
if you're a token deck of any kind, you can be clue deck, uh, you know, treasure deck, whatever, whatever type of tokens, permanents on the battlefield. If you have more than your opponents, you're going to get more value out of it as long as you don't have like all instances of sorceries in your deck. So that's good. But then like, yeah, like as Richard alluded to, like once you have a overwhelmingly larger board state than your opponents, you could just kill your opponents, right? No. <laughs> you could what? just murder them. You could just like crater hoof them. <laughs> Not if, if you have, have like, a bunch of, like, artifact tokens, you could rampage with the clans and then attack for lethal at instant speed. Not if you have, you know, like, have a crushing like, token. Would you rather die finishers. to oh, a warp world yeah. or to eggs? Uh, warp, oh. warp world's not that bad, is it? Not it's not really? It's been eight years shuffling and gathering permanents and flipping these off the top and then do it again and again. That's hilarious. As long as you don't, as long as you don't, you don't even know if you're dead or not. You're like, maybe I'm dead, maybe I'm not. Yeah. I'll just hold priority with this, uh, with this source have... to plowshares in case it, like, you know, is relevant. I would say, though, at least on Magic Online, it resolves pretty quickly. Like, it all yeah. happens pretty That's fast. True. So it's not like eggs where you got to sit there for a half hour as you watch your opponent do their thing. So that would be my justification. I'm sure in paper it's it's not that quick to resolve it's, and a little bit more clunky, but well, you just fun. like You count all your permanents, you scoop them up, you shuffle your deck, and then you just flip off the top, right? Yeah. Basically, mm. yeah, but then you gotta keep track of all the triggers. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. No, that's it where takes it gets a while. Hard. No problem. But, yeah, and if one of those triggers is <laughs> an eternal witness that says this, and then you just keep doing it again, like I would just be like, <laughs> but that's how you win with it. That's how Bye. you win. It, eats, it slowly eats away your opponent's board, and then you have all the things, and your opponents oh. have none of the things. <laughs> If you if you want to go on real gamer hours, you throw a phage in that deck and you pray you never oh flip it. You never flip it off the top. Be a mercy. <laughs> It'll be like a Russian roulette style warp yeah. world. You throw one of those in a leveler, you know, and you see what happens. <laughs> I Gross. like it. Gross. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm tentatively happy about this one. All right. All right. I'll break it out on Commander Clash soon. <laughs> Warp World Week. Like, I, 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 I'm yeah. sick that day, actually. I can't. Uh, I, I will gladly happy play for that you. week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Richard, what is a win condition that you just love in Commander? All right. I love this card so much. It's in like half of my decks, and I don't even know how it works. Uh, coat of Arms. <laughs> Five generic mana. It's an artifact. Each creature gets plus one, plus one for each other creature on the battlefield that shares at least one creature type with it. So, if you... so this is like mega overrun for me, even though it's not mm-hmm. overrun because it can trample it anyway. But it like right. super buffs your team. Uh, important to know, it buffs your opponent's teams, which I that always overlook if they are playing tribal decks. Uh, but it's colorless, so it goes in literally yeah. every deck. This is my tribal finisher. Um, it goes in my non-travel decks, like you making Thopter tokens or some random mess like that. Like this, this also works. Uh, so this is Overrun, but better. Um, doesn't have Trample though, so you need some way of getting through, <laughs> right? They can just chump, but chances are, if you're playing this card, you probably have more creatures in them, and just one or two creatures uh, connecting is enough to to end the job. So uh, I actually play this. Like a lot, like so much, and this card's like fifteen bucks too. They need to reprint this. They need to. Do you play the white down. bordered one? That's nice. The, mm. the white bordered one is nice. The, the, 
The only cultured people play the white-bordered one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. And you know what? Uh, funny enough, I love this card a lot, too, because I play it in, like, I have a lot of tribe like tribes that I've liked, and I, this goes in almost all of them. And I think the one thing here is where you're overlooking that it buffs my opponent's stuff. I use that to my advantage, and I will be like, oh, you and I, guaranteed first and second right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, we, we down for this? You know what I mean? Like, that is and then true. we just, <laughs> I just, I kind of like pretend it's a sorcery, right? Like it's a sorcery overrun because like nine times out of ten, you cast coat of arms, you should be, you should be setting up a lethal attack. Because, right. yeah, yeah, otherwise you do need to politic a little bit. But, I mean, sometimes you don't. I don't know. It really depends on the situation. But usually, nine times out of ten, I see, like, Court of Arms is cast. And it's one of the most efficient overruns in Colorless. Uh, probably the most efficient overrun in Color, just by, like, cast one card on a turn uh, and then immediately attack. So yeah. I think it's still very good right now. It's not a card you want to just run out in the battlefield, though. You really do want to play it like a like a spell, like Tomer was saying, because it is super risky. We've definitely seen Richard win with it, but we've also seen Richard play it, and then everyone else's creatures get even bigger because they share a creature type, and then it doesn't always work out that way. So it's a little risky. Do you actually think it's the best finisher, or what about like Vanquisher's Banner or something? It's not getting as much power, but you're not getting the the downside. So, so Vanquisher's so the only other contention is plus one plus one. <laughs> Triumph of the okay. Woods, right? Yeah. So, so here's the thing with Coat of Arms, right? You you murder the most threatening person, right? And then you can now, like, safely combat the other two. And, like, this this keeps going, right? Whereas with Overrun or Triumph of the Hordes, you kill one mm-hmm. person, but then you have two other people to kill, and you have nothing <laughs> you have nothing going on again, right? So the, mm-hmm. the Coat of Arms allows you to actually finish the game. But pure power level, I think Triumph of the Hordes will actually kill someone, like, much more easily, but only one person. Cut of Arms will actually take out the table. If not, instantly, like, you just kill the most threatening person, the person with the board wipes, and then you mop up the rest with your Coat of Arms. It's just more, it's, it's, it's more risk, higher reward? More, more risk, higher reward, right? Because it does, can, it can pump a lot more, kill, be more lethal than, like, a Triumph. But, you know, like, if somebody has an instant speed removal that you didn't account for in the math or something like that, if you want, if you just pass the turn and somebody else has a bunch of creatures, you might be in a in a rough spot. But it's so good. It's also like one of the first cards I ever owned as as a kid. When I there, I don't know if you guys had them. I like this is this is my boomer moment. But when I was a kid, when my mom would like take me to the to the dentist. Uh, every year there was a vending machine in the mall where the dentist was and it was a magic the gathering vending machine <laughs> and you would those. just like get I've like it would get like three what? cards or something yeah really? and it was like usually like fallen empires and, be- and like just trash right like <laughs> yeah yeah and one good card or something <laughs> yeah. like that yeah and one of them was i got like an, it's ex- an old like, gotcha. i guess by accident i got exodus cards from it <laughs> and it got me a coat of arms and i was like oh, oh, oh. i don't think they i don't think they intended to have you get a good card because no every time it was I just like all the Fallen Empires. That's all I remember. Yeah, exactly. Used to get, like baseball cards and yeah, stuff too. Yeah, yeah, right. right, right, right. Really yeah. Old. Like, I forgot all about this. Yeah. Also, I was I was wondering where that story was going. I was like, did your dentist give you a coat of arms? Yeah, I was being a good boy or something. Like, no, my, my, my dentist took like, out the wrong like, tooth, but he. <laughs> 
from my collection. I remember collection. my dentist gave me, like, candies and, like, gum, which I feel like was kind of nefarious, right? Because, like... <laughs> you gotta keep you going well, back, it's actually, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. That's how you come back. Yeah, they gave me, like, chewing gum and stuff, and I think candy, so it's Here, like, bud, I don't know chew what, they, all were, this what sugar. racket oh. they were running over there. You have a cavity? Well, it looks like you have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> wonder how that happened. <laughs> uh, anywho, uh, we'll move on. Um, ooh, to my card. Uh, this is one of my favorite finishers uh, that is, like, super flashy. I don't see a lot of people playing, actually. It's Thrilling Encore. This is a black instant, four and a black, um, and it says, put onto the battlefield under your control all creature cards in all graveyards were put there from the battlefield this turn. It's kind of like an instant speed situational mini Rise of the Dark Realms, you could say. <laughs> um, Rise of the Dark Realms just gets all the creatures, but it costs way more mana and it's sorcery speed. This one, though, is a little bit more sneaky. This is This is like a... You know, you wipe the board of all creatures, and then you slam them with the Thrilling Encore, and all the creatures that die that turn from the board wipe or whatever, uh, they come they come back onto your battlefield. Or, like, you do, like, a big attack, and somebody has does a big block, and then you just get all those stuff that way, too. Um, I run into Shiro Muzawa because it's an instant, and it's, like, my favorite finisher in that deck. Uh, and I, it's, just, it's, just cool. it's just a cool. It's just a cool moment every single time I cast it, so it's fun. So, so do you build your deck to combo with it, kind of, to, like, have that Wrath? Or do you just trust that it's going to naturally happen at some point during the game? That a bunch of creatures are going to die in the same turn. Oh, it, it's got to naturally happen, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's awesome to, like, because my deck is draw go, so I can always have this mana available. Because if not, I'm just going to instant speed draw cards or whatever. It's always hilarious when somebody's, like, casts, somebody else casts the board wipe, you know? Like, so everybody else has an overwhelming board. Somebody else casts a board wipe, and they're like, okay, well, after that, uh, five mana, thrilling encore. Uh, I am now the problem. <laughs> you just, like, go from there. Uh, and then you, like, untap. It's your turn. You swing for lethal. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's super fun. Card's been ruined with the homeward path meta. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Also, farewell. Thank, farewell thank, gets it. Yeah, no. th- thanks, Phil. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Phil, for ruining and... this for me. <laughs> yeah, farewell takes care of this. I just wanted to play fair magic with my really god core. Okay, it's a pretty cheap combo, right? If you're Rakdos, it's six mana, right? Because you can mm. blasphemous act. If you're white, you can vanquish the horde. That's seven mana, and then eight mana if you toxic deluge. So you can yeah control this. You don't need to just hope. You know, let's say you're not playing Drago, like you don't need to hold up five mana every turn and hope a wrath comes in. You can do it yourself. Yeah. At that point, should you just play Rise though? Like if you're if you're trying to spend eight mana anyway, is rise just like better? But, but instant speed and it's it a, is it's definitely a gotcha. cooler. It's a gotcha yeah. moment. Yeah, it's way well, cooler. Like, Tashiro also allows you cast to cast spells instance from your graveyard. So oh. like you could like you could like entomb like if somebody wipes the board and you have Tashiro out, you could like entomb from. Well, no, you, you can entomb it in, in in response and then like cast the, with the Tashiro trigger. You can cast. Thrilling Encore uh, afterwards. Oh, it does sound so. really sweet in Tashiro, yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's a it's a fun one. All right. So that was that was my first pick. Uh Krim, what is one of your favorite win cons in Commander? My number one win con and the most like like the one that I have the most fun doing is ultimating all my planeswalkers. Or any planeswalker, <laughs> really. I know that's kind of cheating. Because y'all chose like a card, but like <laughs> let, let's just go with for for this for the sake of this case, a Teferi emblem, 
right? The hero of Dominaria. It was my favorite way to win in standard, so naturally, I will gladly draw a card every turn and exile one permanent from each player. I don't, these aren't fast games. They're just very much so games that I play, right, with this deck. And I, I, I have so many ways to ultimate Planeswalkers, and then you start stacking emblems. Like, you have, like, Jason Raveler of Secrets, Narset, you know, like, oh my god. And, I mean, technically, Narset Parter Avail ultimates as soon as she comes down. So, but, but, but like, yeah, like, I love, I just love that. And, like, there's Nico Boluses that ultimate, like, and then, oh, those are so much fun when you can stack emblems, and then you watch the table slowly lose all their stuff. Or get you know all what? the things World's fine. At I, least Warp World does it right away. Us. You lose all your stuff right in one turn, and you can move on. Krim wants to do it over the course of like tw- 20 turns very slowly. He wants to make sure draw, he sticks around Exile that land. Okay. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> I mean, Planeswalker Ultimates are the ultimate, uh, not, not a pun, uh, way to win just because uh-huh. it's... It was my favorite way to win in control decks. And so to see that you could do it in Commander, uh, it just has me super happy. Especially now, uh, it's more likely considering that you have that new enchantment, um, the white one that allows you to move counters between other permanents. Like you can put, yeah, like, cause I play that in my Aminatu deck and putting, Mm. like, taking my loyalty counters and moving it somewhere else, waiting and then moving it back onto, like, an Ugin, everyone's favorite planeswalker, or, (laughs) or, or, as I had mentioned, a Teferi. These, these games are ending a lot faster now thanks to that. Like, uh, like that. And believe it or not, (laughs) I know I play cards like, like Humility in my Aminatu deck, but, but, and, and, and Magus the Moat. But at some point, I get rid of those because I win with Luxior. Mm. I have so many planes on. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Humility doesn't care if it has, you know, like as long as it has like a billion counters, I think. That's all that matters, right? It'll be a 1 1, a vanilla 1 1, I think, right? And then it gets a bunch of 1 1 counters on top of that. So, like, well, Luxior doesn't do that, but yeah. So anyway, but yeah, eventually I remove I remove my own enchantments, which isn't hard, and then I and then I just attack with Luxior stuff. So it's funny too because when I think of Planeswalker Ultimates, I think of Doubling Season. The main way I have won with Planeswalker mm-hmm. Ultimates is just like Doubling Season Planeswalker. Krim does it on like super hard mode because Krim's so yeah. anti green, so he's doing it in like his Grixis deck and well, Esper deck. He's like. Fairly hey, ticking up, I mean, fairly ticking up planeswalkers as he rats the board some... every turn until, yeah. <laughs> until he ultimates. It's I, easier I... in green for sure, but Deep Close oh, yeah. Gate is very good. Still doubles all yeah. counters. ETB. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. you like blink that. Just... Yep. Yep. Oh god. And then out of time, blinked with Aminatu over and over. It's like yes, your commanders are out of here. <laughs> <sighs> I, I think if you actually tick them and play them the way they're supposed to be played, they're actually I really do. cool. When you I do. Yeah. If you deep glow skate, it's just like eye roll. <laughs> right? So it is a win con, but it's not as cool anymore because you just <laughs> bypass the whole mechanic of the card, the mechanics of the card, right? But oh, yeah. if you sit there and you tick up and you wrath and you prison everyone, then yeah. I think that's actually super cool. I it think, is, yeah. It, 
quite often that's how it goes. I mean, I, I like I think Richmond. We, I had a pod first pod of the day in the morning was Shivam Brad Nelson and a supporter of uh, of Goldfish here. And uh, yeah, Former supporter. Of Goldfish. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't win. I, I I very much so died after playing Karn and locking out the table for a while. Oh, I was well. Brad was on Urza. So. Oh, he was on Urza. Okay, never mind. But, that's but it was a casual Urza. It was a casual. Oh Urza. yeah. Okay. So, casual Urza. Okay. So, yeah. Sure. It, it was a really fun pod. I'll bring though. out my of... casual Corvold as well. <laughs> it it was a hilariously fun pod though. So mm. uh, like like it it was the the game of my life. And yeah, Planeswalker Ultimates are just so much cool. It's like Richard mentioned. You put the puzzle together and slowly they All go right. off. Crib, what's better, a Planeswalker Ultimate or a Planeswalker Lock? Like say <laughs> Narset Wheel or Card Lattice or oh, Ultimate. Planeswalker Ultimate, Ultimate, because you've. You've gotten them to the end of their journey, right? <laughs> and, and they've completed their story. And so they've rewarded you with a token of friendship, an emblem. I I mean, I, I think emblems are super cool still. Especially when you, when you like, work towards it. It's yeah. really hard to work towards it in multiplayer. You need to do something special, like doubling season or deep lower, like, humility. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, I think this is cool. Yeah, they're just cool effects. They're some of, the, like, the flashiest to me abilities in the game i think and they're just yeah. kind of like they're kind of hidden you know because they're not you don't you don't cast a spell with that effect you have to go through a whole ultimate of whole planeswalker to to get to it but the payoff is just always cool so i don't know I a, like a sentiment that i like to share is planeswalkers were the best thing to happen to magic mm-hmm. like I, I i i know people are on the other side of that uh like there's some people that are like yo planeswalkers were a mistake but i think planeswalkers were the coolest thing to happen to magic <laughs> I think Planeswalkers are the coolest thing to happen to Chocolops. No! (laughs) I took that out of my super friends. I felt dirty. It's the perfect home. It is? Yeah, it's so easy. Why bother with humility locks? Just Chocolops. Wait, wait, you're gonna gonna poo-poo on Deep Glow Skate? (laughs) Yeah. You're like, Chocolops, baby. Is that that really better better than if someone just Deep Glow Skates or Doubling Seasons? If you lock everyone out for 10 turns? You can construct an argument while you were justified playing Jockalops. <laughs> okay. No, no one, no one okay. poo-poos you were playing Deep Glow Skate or whatever. Everyone always rolls around, but you're like, look, there's so much synergy. And look, it is. you die to an emblem. <laughs> Literally, Jockalops and I think basically any non-War of the Spark uh, Planeswalker will just win you the game on the spot, I think. Any of them. So, so, well, so not, question... Not Liliana the Veil. That's a good so one. question for, for yeah. everyone... Is it acceptable just to scoop when that happens? If someone's got a planeswalker and jockle hops, like, do you is it? Do you have to sit there and watch them uptick and ultimate and do all their stuff, or can you just be like, okay, good game, you got me. That's that's Which a game ending combo. I mean, y'all <laughs> scooped like, when I obliterated with just an Oko on board. So. Yeah, that's an Oko. <laughs> that, that, Oko. We would just scoop to yeah. Oko by himself. So I think yeah. that if was the planeswalker can finish the game by itself, then yeah. I, I will scoop. If it's like. Uh, you have like I don't know Ashiok on the battlefield. Like okay, whatever hey, we, hey. we game on, but yeah. <laughs> well, Ashiok can't literally just can't kill you by by itself, right? You gotta have something. But like any of my Chand- like I had in Chandra friends, uh, mono red super friends. Any of my any of any of my planeswalkers in that deck will just win the game by itself. Maybe not Tybalt. Okay, were people not the other were ones. people cool yes. with it? Like, did people mind getting uh, Jackalops? 
People said they were cool with it, but I felt oh, so dirty. cool, Tober. I have to go home now. I have a disappointment. Yeah. I'm gonna unsub when I get home. Great. You you can do that. Pleasure to, me. to meet you, though. Um. Yeah. No. No Jocko Hobbs. Please no. Um. Okay. We'll be moving on. Oh, this is an oldie but a goodie. Seth, what do you got for us next? Ah, so I cheated, I think, a little bit. Although I would argue if you pull this card off, you really are the winner of the game. And that card is Divine Intervention, an eight-man enchantment that when it comes into play, you put two counters on it. During your upkeep, you remove a counter. And when you remove the last counter, the game is over and ends in a draw. So it literally cannot win the game, but... It is one of the only cards in Magic that draws a game, and one of my all-time favorite Commander Clash wins, and this was in the early years of Commander Clash, I actually managed to to draw the game, which I in my heart was a win, even though it's technically a draw, but I actually managed to pull it off in a game of Commander. It took a lot of politicking, from what I remember, to uh, to not get murdered before <laughs> before the last counter was removed, but... I think this card's actually really sweet, and I think it should count as a win. I think if you pull off this very hard-to-pull-off thing, even though it, it doesn't... doesn't it's not... I, I know it's not technically a win, but I think if you pull it off, you come away from the game feeling like you won, even though you technically sure. didn't. So for me, it counts as a win condition, even though it draws the game. I, remember, I think it was Jake who got super salty about it. Someone, someone like, got very salty. I, <laughs> That's I a, a win I would about consider. this card. Is, yes. is this... Is this the most casual magic card there ever was? Because if casual magic, right, is not about winning, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it, mm-hmm. this is the... So if your deck plays this in the deck and wins with it, or doesn't win with it, draws with it, this is this is the ideal casual magic, like, commander pod card. Maybe it's like it the ideal does pod card. It's I like think you sat every... down and you raced... <laughs> the last two hours because you edited a draw. <laughs> that's, that's the spike attitude, Richard, though. It's about the journey yeah. that you had along yeah. the way. Or the journey you had. That, yeah. That's just like that's... Warp World and Eternal Witness. It's exactly. just about the journey. Let's keep on going. This is the most casual magic card there ever was. Because is it even people... that hard to pull off in 2022? You can like hex parasite it off, right? You can yeah. like Teferi's Pro your way like out of so, this, you know, like. There there are ways to come. No, well, the game, when, is, the game is done. Once the card, yeah, you know I mean, like you can t- you can cast this Teferi's Pro to ensure you don't die, nor do they remove it, right? To ensure oh, you yeah, get yeah. your turn again. The, there yeah. are ways to combo with it. You can just remove all the counters in various ways. When I did it, I did it fairly though, where I just cast it for eight mana and like beg the table not to kill me for two turns, and it it kind of there's works, no way so. to win with this, right? Like you can't somehow like half stifle it or something like that. Right? You can no. like, placement effect though. You turn it. That's too spiky, Richard. That's too yeah. sweaty. That's too sweaty. You're not trying to win with this. You're trying yeah, you to draw. Like, I want to see Seth hard. play this deck, and he just animates it with opalescence and it beats you down. You could. <laughs> You have to do that. it before the counters win. run out. Oh my god. <laughs> can you imagine? That would be like that's that sounds like oh, a richer deck even. Oh, like, this, this sounds like a good deck, actually. Oh, I'm gonna <laughs> ruin on this one. A hard counter to this would be, be an eight eights. We got to proliferate to make sure <laughs> yeah, you keep getting counters exactly. on it. Exactly. Karn's Bastion is the counter <laughs> Equip it with the sword to keep the counter going. Yeah, that, that would yeah, be yeah, the challenge. most, the most the spikiest way to play this card possible. You try to break it by winning. Oh, yeah. I need to see that now. There that is, it is. That's on the bucket list. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it's on the reserve list. So even though it's like yeah. so bad and janky, it's like hundreds of dollars or something. Super cheap on well, Moto, yeah. though. Super it's cheap also three com- three like it is a, a casual commander all star staple. Remember that? So, yeah, it's every it, deck it should have, to have everything. There should it be should. a rule <laughs> because this way you're never playing to win. <laughs> unless. Oh, unless you're really unless you're trying oh, to oh, that's that's so so hard. Hard. <laughs> we're gonna construct the deck you list need, you need over to your head. You need to stop like, that. Right. You're ruining this card right now. It, it feels get, weird. Get the okay? CDH pi- player out of this yeah. podcast. Right? You're being sweaty right now. Okay, I don't like that. <laughs> What, what if you somehow, like, there's got to be some way you, like, proliferate, like, a hundred counters on it and then move it on to something else. Move it on to your <laughs> Helix Pinnacle. Helix. There you yeah, go. Then you win. <laughs> it has to be charge counters or whatever on Helix Pinnacle. Uh, right? yeah. Well, you can find a way to get charge counters. Like, it's like, Let what's the point how of you playing break. this card? That's, That's like a non You don't win with combat damage. You win with these counters and you proliferate them and move them somewhere. And then somehow so it's a counter deck. I thought people also, don't like counter decks. They're counter heavy decks. Inter- they're technically intervention counters too, so charge counter stuff doesn't actually work. Is there anything that deals with intervention counters? I think this <laughs> might be the only intervention counters in all of Magic. Gatherer. <laughs> You're correct. You're counter. correct. I just looked it up. There's no other card that mentions intervention counters except for this one. Um, Seth said to buy all old cards that have weird abilities yeah, in case they picked a new commander. Better, better get ready on divine intervention. You never know when they make yeah, an intervention counter be, matters, commander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely natural uh, demand for this card spiking due to the podcast. 100% natural. I, I, um, I, I think I am going to go buy this card, though. I want this in all my white decks. It's a, it seems like a crumb card. And yeah, I do think the casual argument's not bad. Like, everyone's playing for fun. It shouldn't be about winning. Divine Intervention's a perfect card for that. Boom. Nobody wins. Seriously, I'm not, I'm not wouldn't you get salty it. over this? Wouldn't you rather someone cast an insurrection? Would no. You, like, do is you this, get salty is this, is this disrespectful to draw the game? <laughs> it is not disrespectful in casual <laughs> magic, right? Like, oftentimes, it, you know, like some people, like, example... Some people would say, Crib, that's sweaty. Why would you try to win, right? So, like, we, we're not trying to win. We're trying to, we were playing. Dude, there it is. Shout out to Play to Win. But also, Play to Draw is my new podcast. I think, I think there might, like, for a real answer, I think, like, maybe some tables will have an expectation that you're playing to win the game, despite, you know, you can play pre-cons or whatever, and you're trying to play, you know, to the best of your ability to win. So maybe, like, if that's expectation, then, yeah, that could be a little bit frustrating for some people. Personally, though, like, if you just told me, like, hey, I have Divine Intervention, this deck, is that cool? I would say yes. Usually, you wouldn't even have to tell me when I would be cool with it. But, like, maybe it would be good to, like, just ha- have a disclaimer be like, hey, my my deck wants to pop off Divine Intervention. <laughs> yeah. well, is, that, no. is that cool? Is that cool yeah, for that everybody? Air for October. <laughs> Show some respect. Pop That's off. a $200 card. I, I don't really see what the difference uh, between if you pair this with something that removes the counters and kiki-jiki or any other combo. Like, is, is the drawing yeah. the game part really a sticking point to people? Like, you didn't I don't know. For me, me, it feels That's literally perfect. no different than... The game ending any other way, like well, it literally ah. doesn't win you the game. It literally says draw the yeah. game. Yeah, so. nobody That's, won. We we just didn't lose. So yeah. is that not the biggest PVE co-op card there ever was in Commander? <laughs> like, yo, we just didn't lose, everybody. 
Good game. Yeah. Good game. But GG's, GG's, GG's. Isn't, isn't real winning in Commander, though, like, doing the thing you're trying to do? Like, your deck right. doing its thing, whatever that happens to be. If that thing happens to be drawing the game with Divine Intervention, like, who am I to judge? <laughs> yeah, you, you will never have to tell me, but, like, if you play this card, I think this card is hilarious. Feel I, free to draw yeah. the game. Please I'm, draw I'm the game. I'm the same boat. But maybe have it maybe have a disclaimer, Richard I like I'm looking at Richard he's got like this existential dread he's like but why would I ever I, want I to think draw some people would be salty over this. I, don't, I, don't, I don't can't know. explain why but I think people would be salty if you played this I mean some I think you're right because be. when I did it in Commander Clash yeah. someone was salty it might have been Jake I yeah. don't remember it for sure Jake. it was probably <laughs> if it was salty it was probably Jake yeah this was like six years ago so, so like, you, but, but you, you are look right over, what if you cast this with a Zedru to someone is that okay <laughs> They Why drew the I game, ever... not you. <laughs> uh, I think. I think the game. No, somebody did. You could lose. say like, what if? What if? What you were doing? Like you intentionally kick make somebody because you're like, I want that deck to win. You know? Yeah. That would that would probably frustrate some people, right? Like if because I think the expectation there is like everybody's trying to play to for themselves to yeah, win, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, this is a similar frustration sometimes when we say I play for second place. And you meet it, like if you mean it intentionally, that could be a little bit frustrating for tables. I, I'm just speaking hypothetically, of course. Uh, but you know, like that might be never... that might be uh, that might be a, a valid concern, I think. And you could have that that similar mindset applied to this, where it's like, no, you're supposed to play to win, right? That's that's what we signed up for. But what about when no. we say the real winner is whoever draws the most cards or whatever and that's what we're actually trying to do is yeah. draw as many cards like is that across the line is that disrespecting the game because your your goal them? is different than did richard just say copium oh my god yes <laughs> richard's <laughs> learning he's we, learning we, our, the youth is uh, corrupting Richard. He's yeah. a kid, so now he's siphoning yeah. youth. He's like <laughs> Richard skateboards again. He's wearing like like yeah, fire. Yeah, like, <laughs> this card is, is great. Coming. No cap. <laughs> <laughs> Time to hang with the cool kids. Yeah, <laughs> backwards hat. Play some All Fortnite, right. boys. <laughs> All right. I, I want to see what Richard's next card is because I think this one might be controversial. What? Yes, I think All it would right. be a, a little this bit. This is actually is the it? most legit win con I've had here. God. <laughs> it's capsize, okay? No. Blue, blue, generic, <laughs> buy back three, return target permanent to owner's hand. Right? Now, you guys, I know you guys are thinking like, oh, he generates infinite mana and bounces the board. I guess that's a win con, right? But I just mean like in a fair magic way. You get to the end game, you have a capsize. Unless there's a blue player to counterspell your cap size, you can block up the game with this one cap size, right? Just whatever dirty crap you have on the board, <laughs> you bounce whatever's a threat to you, and then you you just have unlimited value, right? Or bounce your own like you know ETH. You can save your stuff. <laughs> like it's very hard to interact with. And well, I've won yeah. many games off the back of a cap size, right? Like yeah. sure, so, technically the snapcaster whatever killed you, yeah. but it was the cap size that got there, right? Like. As someone who has that. been on the receiving end of capsize a lot in the in the be- beginning days, I'm saying like 2012, it's actually kind of easy to get out of it. You whatever the target of the capsize is, you destroy it or you bounce it or whatever, and that fizzles a spell. Sure, sure. Boom. I mean, you that. can counterspell any. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. You're not any win here, right? There are ways yeah, yeah, to get but around I'm saying outside right? of blue, like, but but there are ways to just lock up the game with the capsize, right? Just bouncing yeah. the key yeah. thing they need. I or like it. they just simply cannot interact with it, right? Let's say they're like, I hate it. 
mono white or something, right? They just cannot interact with this thing. And you just make it to the end game. You have 12 mana. You're like, okay, right? Yeah. Here you are. My one flyer chips in at you and I bounce anything relevant you have. And it's a win con, right? <laughs> you're, so you're, not, you're not wrong, but oh my, when I think of it, the way you're describing it doesn't sound that bad. I think of like Popper, where there was like an actual control deck where the win con was eventually trying to bounce all your opponent's permanents with capsize and like bounce the land they play every turn and like the game would go for a million turns that's pretty miserable to play against but if you're just like oh i'm gonna bounce your blocker and get in for some damage that's that seems legit to me that's that's fine but boy it can be miserable like capsize can be a very well, very well, infinite card mana if it's played capsize. in another way is that legit <laughs> that's just build your own upheaval right that's i mean that's <laughs> That would literally just be game, right? Assuming, yeah. unless you didn't have any permanence, but I would concede to that, I think. And I would then wheel. To that, yeah. <laughs> if you, once you bounce all my permanence and you have yeah. like, a lot of permanence and I had zero, uh, that's GG. I, I, I think that's a, that's a win. That's a deterministic yeah. win. Yeah. It's, that sounds like conceding to Sphinx's revelation. What? <laughs> <laughs> your, all your permanents, like like back. It, back this gets rid of your lands too. No, right? no, no. You have zero yeah, permits on the outfield. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you got you got to you play a Delver, and then have to get a bounce to you know, make your opponent go through it. You know, <laughs> he has a man. I mean, if, if all he has left is a Delver, then you maybe you don't scoop, right? But if they have any legitimate looking board, I think yeah. you scoop, right? I think capsizes. Is- maybe one of the most powerful win cons we've talked about because it's also just a fine utility card like it, it kind of like yeah. cyclonic rift you can cast it early to bounce some big voltron threat that's attacking you or something but then late in the game if you do have infinite mana or a ton of mana it kind of shifts mode and it's a win con like divine intervention is only ever going to do one janky expensive thing capsize actually has a lot of flexibility i don't know if i would recommend more people putting in their decks though because i don't especially like getting capsized I think yeah, I've been on the receiving end of this way too many times in the early days. I've done it's both. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I've been on the receiving and the giving end. So <laughs> this is this is definitely I, I associate this with Crim the most. Instant speed, blue. Yeah, it's annoying. perfect. It's perfect. Right. But it's Crim so never has the mana. It's it's like nice for ten games. Yeah, Crim can buy this back. Yeah, buy it back. Yeah, that's a problem. It combos <laughs> with Dockside. Like so combos with all. Oh my god. Are do we really utter the phrase combos with Dockside? Is that where is that it's where like, they're, they're at. two exceptionally strong cards wow. on their own and they just randomly combo together in the right state to give you infinite mana, right? Like it's also a dockside so combo with a ham sandwich. So flexible. Yeah. And it's only a dollar. And you use okay, it early. So if I if I infinite it with Dockside, it bounced all your stuff. And then only had a dock side on the field. Yeah. Would you screw? I, I yes, played out way before you bounced all my stuff. Yes. Once I saw what was happening, I got yeah. one power clock here. Let's go. If I play have zero ways go of fizzling the cap size, I scoop. But well, that's I, the thing. I could just like you can fizzle it pretty decently. You have a decent chance of fizzling it. Is, is what I'm trying to say. Well, like thing. you can't interact uh, with it. If you bounce everyone's board though, and you have the capsize yeah. lock, then you just bounce their land every turn, and your opponents yeah, you, you literally never lands, do anything right? more than play one land, yeah, and then it gets bounced. A, and yeah, it's a finisher. You just concede. You, the game doesn't continue. You just you just finish. You say GG. It's fine. Yeah, I prefer that honestly. <laughs> better, <laughs> the, better the capsize or warp paper world. Cut death. Uh, that, yeah, that, capsize that, or warp that, world. <laughs> Uh, that's what I mean. That's like like conceding to a Sphinx's revelation in standard, I, right? Back back I, when people just would rev, it's like, oh, that that's it. GG's. You get I'd too rather much life cons- you drew like, too many cards. If you had infinite mana with capsize, I'd rather just 
lose to the infinite mana cap size because you could just be like i have infinite mana here's cap size do you have any re- response to this no i wipe your board and that's it then like that interaction takes like 30 seconds whereas if you do like warp world and then eternal witness warp world <laughs> and repeat doing it over and over again that that's a lot of that's a lot of uh ta- time cutting into my nap time remember this is how i i judge how annoying cards are how much time does it take you to resolve your thing and how much does i t- cut into my nap time i'm I'm getting old all right i need my nap time and you're cutting into it so so wrap it up just wrap it up finish me off <laughs> that's that's fair um okay well we we talked about that Ooh, ooh la la here's a card that is my one of my favorite finishers that i've never got to cast and i just dream of casting it um and i'll tell you why this is ink shield it's a five mana instant uh white and a black so it's an orzov card three white plaque uh prevent all combat damage that would be dealt to you this turn for each one damage or prevented this way you create a two one white and black inkling creature token with flying so let's say you get attacked for 10 damage worth of uh 10 damage uh being attacked at you ink shield five mana you prevent all that damage, and then you make 10 one Inkling Creature tokens with flying. More likely, though, if you're going to be casting this, hopefully you're going to be attacked by something that dealt even more damage than just 10. You can, like, make, like, you know, prevent 20 damage and then have an army. And so not only do you have the fog effect, but you make this army of Inklings. And in theory, if you were about to take enough damage, that's enough of an army that you could potentially take out one person, maybe multiple people, and have blockers at the same time. They have evasion, too. So it's like this really cool, like, gotcha moment, you know, like, the, you've activated my trap card. <laughs> ha! Send you to the Shadow Realm with my Inklings, Yugi. And, you know, it's some cartoon. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, I, so, I wouldn't know. I don't really like that that cartoon you're talking about. What's it called? Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, no. Weird. I don't know. Is that a shirt I'm wearing? Weird. So that that's why I like it, but I have uh, it's not available on Magic Online, so I've never gotten a chance to play it there. And I don't have any... I don't think I have any Orzhov decks, so I can't put it in my decks. Uh, but I just dream of one day just getting somebody with Ink Shield. It looks really funny. Could you imagine if you untap and then Coat of Arms? Then you really actually do kill the table yeah. Richard actually plays the coat of arms yes. Ooh. thinking he can attack you yeah. and then actually, you that's, ink that's shield the yeah. Yeah. you coat of arms attack and then you get ink shielded <laughs> I actually am curious uh, for Richard what do you think about this card because I think you cast the most fogs in the group like you usually have some some trick up your sleeve Do you? would you run something like this if it was on magic online no, I, so this Aww. hasn't been available on Magic Online. I know I want to try it, but five mana. So I'd rather play Spider Fog. So Spider Fog is three mana. You get one, two reach. Uh, Arachnogenesis for Arachno those. Genesis. Yes. I think you can fog anyone. Can, hold on. What but is, I, what is Arachnogenesis? I think Arachnogenesis, though, is the number of attacking creatures, right? Rather yeah. than yeah. the amount of damage. So you're going to get less creatures, most likely. Yeah, this yeah, will make so, but you much can fog anybody, inklings. and you get the you get for the number of creatures. This one requires you to take lethal. Like why? Like you're in a losing no. position. Like you, you're going to take a big attack, right? And it has to come at you, and you need to leave five mana up. So I don't like it as much. Like you know what I mean? You have to wait yeah. for someone to get a big board. Then you gotta like leave yourself open, and then have five mana, right? <laughs> so it's like really hard to set up. 
So I rather but play when Spider it Frog. happens, yeah, I don't think I don't know if it's good, but I don't know. I'm I'm I just I'm waiting for that moment where I get to cast it, even if it's like ten ma- damage, ten damage isn't like crazy mid to late game, and then you have twenty power evasion on your turn, yes, yes. and you immediately get attacked. So uh, that looks fun. I think like, I, like if there was an Orzov flash deck or something where you can actually like <laughs> do something useful rather than just hold yeah. this up, right? Like you could flash in some stuff afterwards. Maybe. I think it would be really good for Krim actually because Krim loves playing Drago. Five is like a lot of mana for a Krim deck, but like I think he can he can get there and he's always gonna be the arch enemy because he's playing something annoying. Right? That's right. So everyone's I, I do him. <laughs> I do play this card though in my like like yeah. I have I have this in my like Orzov or my Esper decks. Uh, I've Has tried it, it ever worked but yeah. No, I just kill everything. Like, yeah, so that that was the thing. Like, I, I ended up dropping this for a sweeper. Mm. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't really ever have to hold up mana and, hold, like, pray that they hit me if I just kill everything. That's fair. Yeah, would you rather like... play Settle the Wreckage? This? Uh, or, like, an actual Wrath of God, like a sorcery speed? Settle the sweeper. Wreckage, 100%. Four mana? And on top of that, gets rid of the exiles, the creatures. Even if it, 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 I get a massive path to exile, so I, 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 I think I like it. It seems like when it works, it's going to be so sweet, though. It's yeah. probably like ten percent of the time, but when it happens, oh my goodness, you're going to feel so good about how you won that game. Like it's just such a unique and like gotcha. Like you know the feeling when you manatize someone and you just yeah, get them yeah. real good. This yeah. feels like manatide like on steroids. Like you really get them if you get them with ink shield. This when is great them, in my dead, my really my fun. token deck. So I play this in my yeah. token deck. This is much better there because exactly in that situation where you're wondering, like, when am I ever going to leave up five mana? Well, you're a token deck, so you've already applied the pressure. So now you can kind of just sit back and do whatever, right? You just wait. So it's best where it, it, it's better in an aggro deck where I don't have to constantly keep tapping out deploying threats, right? I mean, like, well, I have enough threats on the board, so I can I can just take the off turns now holding this up. Holding up protection or something. Yeah, yeah. This is much. This is way better in an aggro deck than you would think. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. I mean, it's, it's not the strongest, but I'm just. I'm super stoked. I don't know when I'll get to do it, but never. Like it <laughs> I don't think it's. It's like what C twenty one. I don't think. Well, I think the. I, the time for Moto has passed on this card, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. On Moto, it's not happening, obviously. But like, eventually, I'll have an Orzov deck and I'll put it in there. It would, like I if I have ever have an Orzov deck, it will it will be in there. Anywho, we'll move on uh, to Krim. Uh, you got a you got a combo uh, for us. Look, um, I, I know we, we we I don't want to. I don't normally have combos uh, in my deck, but if I do, the three the, combos. There are three cards, uh, and one of them re- revolves around a planeswalker, and it's so fun. Uh, okay, so I've gotten to pull this off. It's Ashiok Dream Render. Uh, for those that don't know, that is the three-mana Ashiok that uh, makes it so the passive is just spells and abilities your opponent's control can't cause their controller to search their library. Then you can minus one. Uh, target player mills the top four cards of their gra- into their graveyard and exile the graveyard, right? Okay, and then we have Doomsday. Which is always fun, right? So Doomsday, uh, if for those that don't know, it allows you to uh, search your library and graveyard for five cards of your choice, remove the rest from the game, put the chosen cards on top of your library in any order you chose, you lose half your life rounded up. Then the final piece is Hive Mind. 
So everybody has to do it, but nobody gets to search. So so Ashiok <laughs> just sits there. They have to cast. Uh, so and then, and then you just like get rid of everything. It's great, isn't it? You just get rid of everybody's deck, pretty much. And then That's you use funny. the Ash. You use the Ashiok minus one to mill four. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Although they could, like, the last card, you know what I mean? They could, they could like, wreck you. <laughs> so, I like it. If there's a sliver of chance, I think it's perfectly trolly enough to leave. It's like that Nico Bolas finisher. Uh, one of the alts is where you exile every card except for the bottom card of their library. That is how this, this is. It's essentially build your own Planeswalker alt. That's, I like it. I, it kills you pretty janky, quick, right? Yeah. It, it does yeah. do the job, and it's like definitely like janky and far out there, which is which is sweet. If uh, yeah, once you're hive mining, aren't you tempted just to pack people or no? Because that's like the boring. No, this is no, like no. packs, but like way jankier and more interesting, but also like hard mode packs. I think. Oh yeah, it's hard mode packs, but but like way funnier. Like <laughs> oh yeah, definitely it's definitely way funnier. Pile. You can thoracle yourself too, right? <laughs> this also nah, works against any nah. color because like packs, like if you're in like the mirror or something, you can only yeah. get the blue pack and the black pack. But if your opponents have are in blue and black, then you can't really do anything. This one actually gets everybody. Right. So everybody gets in on the fun it's here. It's cool. Like and yeah, like this is just my favorite combo to pull off if I ever get like it's hard. I've only gotten to pull it off like twice. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's hard. Three combo like and cost a lot of mana. Twelve mana. I yeah, think you yeah. Earned it and a godly amount of black. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it involved a cabal coffers, right? So yeah, as and all things if somebody do. like if somebody like instant speed kills it, ah, like it could go wrong as well. Right? Oh so. yeah, definitely. Opposition yeah. agent, you. <laughs> you still win though, right? Because then yeah, 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 turn order yeah, and pull out before you die. Last. So, yeah. yeah, that'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You just you you die afterwards, and it's a cool. It, it takes it takes a lot to actually pull it off. I would be I'd be happy if you did that to me. But that's very rare. I have to be in the mood to actually end the game that day. So oh, God, please. <laughs> yeah, please. That, that's mercy from Krim. If he actually yeah, just exiles your deck, like, oh, thank goodness. It's, like, it's so brief. What a, it's like mercy. He's not, like he's not exiling oh, each of my permanents with Teferi emblems. Like, this is wonderful. Yeah. I'm going to add a fourth piece to the combo. No. Abyssal Persecutor. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You just can't eat the games, cannot end. <laughs> Wait, is that a draw? <laughs> it's build your own draw. <laughs> because, like, the game doesn't progress anymore because I guess if there's a board, stuff is happening. I can still lose the game. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, eventually maybe Krim just mercy kills Abyssal on his last turn and then wins. <laughs> so we have to stick around for, like, seven turns or something. Uh, I like the three card combo though. Please stick to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we will move on. Uh, Seth, your last card of the list for this podcast. <laughs> this so, so this is a win con <laughs> that I have always wanted to pull off, and it hasn't happened yet. But one of these days is going to happen because I jam this card in a lot of decks. Because it's just a really good commander card. And that card is the deck of many things. So the deck of many things. 
It's one of those new die rolling cards. You pay two, you roll a d20, you subtract the number of cards in your hand. Uh, if you get a zero or less, you got to discard your hand. If you get a one to <laughs> nine, you return a card at random from your graveyard to your hand, which I think is a pretty powerful mode. It's colorless recursion. Uh, then 10 to 19, you draw two cards. Never going to complain about that. But the win con is getting the 20. If you get a 20, you reanimate a creature from any graveyard. And when that creature dies, its owner loses the game. So all you have to do is be empty-handed, roll a 20, get a creature, kill the creature, and you kill one opponent. So you got to do that three times, potentially, to win the game. It's a a long shot, honestly, for this to actually kill the entire table. But wow, would it be so sweet if it ever happened. Like, I love alt-win cons. I feel like Wizards has made some alt-win cons way too easy recently. Like, Thassa's Oracle's kind of hated. Revelin' Riches used to be cool, but now you can make treasures so easily that I feel like that's getting a little bit boring. This is alt-win con on hard mode. The good thing is, you get a decent card. I will stand by this being just, like, a decent card to have in your deck because it draws card, it recurs things. So you get a decent card as you're working towards this win con. So I figure if I just keep putting this in all my decks... It's going to happen eventually. The 20 is going to happen, and I'm going to get someone with it, and it is going to be the greatest thing <laughs> that yeah, I've have maybe you, ever done in Commander, honestly. Have you ever rolled intervention. a nat 20? No. I've discarded my hand several times, but I've never <laughs> I've never gotten a 20. I rolled them all the time, baby. And that, can, can I just hear that last part again? <laughs> I've discarded my hand several times. <laughs> but I have not man ever. That too. But the, <laughs> the when you discard, though, that sets up for the 20, though. That's like yeah. a, yeah, that's it's, a it's layout. It's part of the combo. Yeah, it's part of the combo, yeah. I'm popping off. I'm discarding my hand. This is playing into my win con. <laughs> Next turn, Step I'm getting one, that 20. Discard hand for seven mana. <laughs> Step it, two, try to win. I think, I think part this of the is problem is the divine visitation or whatever <laughs> divine intervention. Oh, oh, wait! It is definitely way harder. Way harder. I think I've also never played it in a actual like dice rolling deck, which might make it easier if you're like rolling multiple dice and doing some of those shenanigans. I always just jam it in generic decks and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'm actually gonna have to just like straight up build a deck where that's the goal. I'm all in on actually winning with deck of many things because I want to see it happen. Hidden I don't know what, I'm really bad at math, so I'm just going to say out of ignorance. But I know, like, rolling rolling a 20 is a 5% chance. Yeah. It's 1 to 20. If, if you roll two dice and you keep the best, keep whatever you use a wall, I don't know what that's going to be. Is it like 7.25 or something like that? 7.5? Uh, I think, yeah. yeah that's, I think that's... that's that's, that's about as good as you get. Or, or there's actually like a couple cards that multiples. Maybe like if you have like Barbarian Class, Pixie Thief, and the new Commander yeah. Will. Copy him a few uh, times. Eventually you're you have, just going to be... You re-roll three times. Yeah. yeah. I think this is actually pretty easy. You, you play um, Clock of Omens or whatever. The thing that untaps oh, all your artifacts. Oh, so you just keep rolling. Yeah. So you get four untaps a cycle and you have Phyrexian Tower or whatever to sack your creature that you get back. Yeah. Right? I don't so know if I, I would call that I feel like if you easy. build a dedicated deck around this, it's <laughs> yeah, not... Y'all are making this sound oh way too God, easy. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would be surprised at the jank we pulled off on Commander Clash. That required like, way more setup than this, right? If, if, yeah, if you could generate <laughs> infinite mana and untap this infinite time, you, you will just mana, get right? it. The, it the untappy happen. thing untaps your like artifact mana dorks and artifact Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have like Isochron Reversal, Isochron Scepter Dramatic Reversal in this, and 
and the, the well, yeah, if you do infinite mana, mana then this is yeah that's that's kind of <laughs> dirty though like then you're yeah. winning with scepter whatever combos rather than with deck of many things the hard part but is that you can't so have any cards in your hand like that's the sticking yeah. point you like literally can't roll a 20 if you have any cards in your hand well that's where that's where the first the first yes, part of deck of that's many things is so good that's why you need to need to get a zero and discard your hand yeah wizards of you Crap, I drew two. Dang it. Oh, yeah, I gotta yeah. roll a Even zero if you now. Iso Rev, okay. though. Like, Iso Rev, deck of many things. So that's three cards. Then you need, like, at least, you know, the mana rocks or something to, to actually pay for that. So you need four mana. And then you need the sack outlet for the creature. And that's your opponents all need to have creatures in the graveyard. I don't know. If you pull that off, we'll yeah, I think I'm okay you. if you ISO Scepter yeah. that, to be honest <laughs> with you. I, I would want to see that. First off, I'd love to see that in paper. Seth just rolling yeah. a D20. Crap. All right, got to throw my hand. <laughs> yeah. right, You'd have to roll again. again. You'd have Let's to roll go again. again. <laughs> You're shortcuts. Yeah. I'm going to make you wait play it out. I'm going to make yeah. you play it out 100%. Yeah, yeah. Zach is going to happen, right? He's going to have all these combo pieces, but he's just going to roll a nat 20 on the first go. Oh, you know what? Even better. You know what makes it even worse is if you roll a 1 to 9 or a 10 to 19, you get cards back in your hand, so then you got to get another 0 before you have yeah, the possibility of rolling saying. a 20 again. <laughs> yeah. so that's, there's so many cards that just let you discard cards, like uh, the white weenie thing. The three, well, we're gonna, the, the, the three one that gets indestructible for discarding a card, right? right? We're, you can just discard up, cards at, at will. And we're up easy, to like let's an AP, co- AP combo now, though. We're really up to like <laughs> yeah. an AP yeah. combo. So easy. What's harder, winning with, with uh, Cauldra, all three Cauldra pieces, or winning with a deck of many things? Has anyone ever won with a deck of many things? Because after you pull off your combo, you're not guaranteed anything with Cauldra. You still have the hard step of like 20 combats to like end the game no no, no. you 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 have a four four uh, astronauts altar plus uh oh, oh, oh you do the, the combo cauldron so the it's combo a five card combo okay, okay. I, I got it it took me six years though six four? years of commander clash to pull it I off i mean and crim had to not be there in my off season this is what happens when i leave for a season right yeah i finally <laughs> get to to live my lifelong dream when crim leaves thank I, you I, I was just waiting for Richard to be like, oh, you can put an insole artifact on it and then stick a sword on it and start attacking. It's easy it's to so win easy. with. I, I actually think the combo version is easier than the combat damage version. Either way, something we got to make it happen. Either way, we're putting this on our bucket list. All right, Richard, what do you got for us? Win conditions. Oh, uh, right. what's your last one? So the, the only other win condition I ever play is Black Reforged. Okay, yeah. uh, it's an equipment. It is two to cast. Uh, equipped creature gets plus one plus one for each land you control. Equip legendary creature for three mana, and then equip a normal creature for seven. So, if you actually want to end the game, right, you just equip it onto your commander, and two wax should kill someone. Right, you should probably have around like ten lands. By the time you're in this desperation mode and trying to end the game, <laughs> right? So even if your commander is like a zero one or a one one, like two wax will kill someone with commander damage. So this is like when I'm playing like horrible jank tribal like kinkin yeah. or whatever, and I need to actually win the game. It's coat of mm-hmm. arms, and the backup is black blade reforge. Right? You just suit up something and then you whack them twice, and hopefully they're dead. So. Mm-hmm. I really like this. And it's actually a pretty good card. Like, if you equip your commander, it's like pretty strong, right? Like, the, I, I don't the think, reduction yeah. is pretty good. So I don't think my commander's ever had more than plus five, plus five. 
with this. So. <laughs> it's it's you, a you very need to Richard play all your bad yeah, catch up ramp and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it gets better with like green decks too. Like any green land ramp deck, you're going to be ahead in land, so it's even faster. Usually, green doesn't trample. have trouble ending the game like this. <laughs> yeah, that's also so, true. Wait, is this exclusively uh, mono white tech. Like, ah, I don't this is more mono white ah. tech. This is more like. You know, blue deck tech, right? Sure. Where you're like, you know, I gotta equip my fairy token or something and go to town, right? Hmm. I mean, you you flip a dowsing dagger. That's an extra land. There's there's ways mm-hmm. to do it, mm-hmm. even in mono white. Sort of the animist stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is like a legitimately strong equipment. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, every single year we get more and more legendary creatures, right? So it gets easier and easier to fill true. your deck with legendaries. So yeah. the equip cost is going to consistently be three. And then, okay, whatever, your commander gets shut down. You equip a random just utility legendary on your board and you smack them for 12. And they're going to die. And then if, the, if that creature dies, you equip a different legendary and you go, you go for that. Yeah, I, I've never seen this equipped for seven. I actually forgot that was a mode on there. I just really thought it was equipped to a legend for three because I've never actually seen the other one happen. <laughs> I haven't equipped it for seven so many times. It doesn't matter. Like, if it's a relevant artifact, like, yeah. i.e. it pumps something to out, you have, like, ample mana, right? Like, damage, you know, yeah. By the time you're hitting for ten, you can pay seven to equip, like, a, you know, a, a Sakura Trivelder or something, right? So Yeah. <laughs> wow. Steve with a sword. <laughs> Steve's a wincon. I mean, a turn twelve Steve. What's it yeah, gonna yeah. do? Sacrifice itself for a land? No, it's gonna get in there. Which feeds the black plate reforged. <laughs> it's a symbiotic yeah. relationship. So this will go in the opalescence divine intervention black plate reforged. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, yeah, think of how quickly <laughs> we're almost the there. Divine wait, 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 win. divine intervention and deck of many things in the same deck of all Voltron. <laughs> Yeah, this, so this is the actually the only just... two creatures you can attack with is uh, Divine Intervention or a deck of many things. This is actually just one of our deck lists. It's not our yeah. favorite win cons. Yeah. It's, a, it's a deck list. Yeah. Should we have jam them all together that we actually can conceivably win with cards on this list? <laughs> <laughs> there is some universe where someone has won something with this. <laughs> I mean, wow. <laughs> that is a terrible deck. <laughs> but they earned it. They earned oh, it. Oh, yeah. Somehow they earned it. Oh, yeah. But then like, all of these cards will probably get thrown away from deck of many things. <laughs> that's true. You got to react. That is the we ever got back. was like against the odds tribal. Remember when it was like Seth week and some, I think it was Tom brought uh, against odds tribal and it wasn't, it wasn't like a cohesive deck. It was just like all the win conditions from against the uh, Wait, against odds series. Didn't we do that idea. like... like Alternate win condition. Yeah, the alternate win con. Yeah, and then I and played they for literally every alt win con. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even work because you didn't have enough creatures or whatever. Right. Yeah. Mortal yeah, combat yeah. with nothing in the yard. It was, it was very alternate. It was very yeah. alternate. It was two alternate win conditions. It was too 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 obscure for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ahead of its time. Uh, a random biomancer. Oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, all right. Well, so my last my last win condition uh, is something that I have in a paper deck, my Zedru deck, and I still haven't ever pulled it off. This is the nine lives combo. So the nine lives combo basically requires three cards. The first card is nine lives. It's an enchantment that has a bunch of text in it. Most of it is irrelevant. The only important thing is that when it leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's 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 part number one. You have to have nine lives on the battlefield. Then you have to cast a spell on it called Fractured Identity, which is a five mana Azorius spell that says exile target non-land permanent, and each player other than its controller creates a token that's a copy of it. So step one, you cast nine lives. Step two, you fracture identity your own nine lives, exiling it and giving each of your opponents a copy of nine lives. Now that will trigger the last line of nine lives, which says uh, if it would leave the battlefield, you'd lose the game. While that's on the <laughs> stack, though, you respond by blowing up all enchantments at instant speed. The way I do this is Patrician Scorn. Uh, it costs no mana if you cast a white spell, and it just says at instant speed, destroy all enchantments. So, with the nine lives, you are going to die on the stack. You respond by casting Patrician Scorn. You blow up your opponent's nine lives that they just got a token copy of. Those leave the game, you lose the game. Uh, leave the battlefield, you lose the game. Abilities go on the stack on top of yours. Those resolve first. They all die, and then you win because you're the last person standing. That's yeah. I've never pulled it off. That, uh, that does sound possible, though. Like compared to some of the things we've it's been possible. talking about, that doesn't sound that hard. Like it's you should it's be luckily, able to do it eventually. Mana. Luckily, yeah. nine lives has hexproof. Yeah. So so like you're able to play it as a tool to maybe even survive for a little bit, and then and then send it off. Right. It's so it's risky. Oh, the closest yeah. I got, the closest I got was I I got to the Patrician Scorn part, and then somebody countered it. <laughs> that's, that's fitting. That's and then I died. But you know what? I'll take it. That's fine. That's that's. I signed up for so, that. So technically, you killed someone with the combo. I yeah. killed somebody with the combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't the intended uh, goal of that combo, but it, it worked. It's kind if of. Someone has a stifle. They win, right? They stifle their own trigger, and everyone else yeah. dies. Oh, right? yeah. I'm okay I mean, with that. <laughs> so do you play this in Zedru? Is that is that the deck yes. that you played in? Because also because, like, you just give case, away nine, just lives, nine lives, right? Yeah, you just yeah. give it to somebody, uh, and then if you can if you can bounce it or something, you can. Uh, or I mean, like if you could remove it the old fashioned way by attacking that person, uh, it will it will get the job done. I do love Fractured Identity. That's just one of my favorite. It's just such it's a cool hard. card. I play it yeah. for value sometimes, but the combo is especially sweet. I think yeah. I think I played Wait, what's, it recently. What's the value? Oh, you do your opponent's thing and you get yeah. You get one. Your other opponents get one. Yeah, it's it, like, it's a little group huggy, but it can work like, out. Yeah, especially if there's like an arch enemy at the table and you like knock out their most important permanent and everybody gets that most important permanent, and then you, that that really like uh, turns the ta- tables. The tr- no, turns the tables on them. I was tabling the turns on them, but that that's not a thing. Um, or it's just funny, tables. like hit someone's hit someone's commander and give everyone else mm. a copy of their commander. Like it, it just does cool things. Yeah, yeah, fun cards, fun cards. Fractured identity is just overall probably the most yeah. playable by itself. All right, last on the list. Take it away, Krim. Bring us home with the <laughs> number twelve, the final final one. So the last card is a card that I personally love in the color black and as someone who often plays and is arch enemy <laughs> uh you know i'm usually getting punched a lot right like i'm getting hit my health total it's like whatever it doesn't matter there's no politicking so we're all gonna hit you right and that's fine mm. and so that's why i play repay in kind 
which is five <laughs> black black. Each player's life total becomes the lower life total among all players or the lowest life total among all players. Usually that's me. So <laughs> I I usually like serve as a punching bag and I'm and and then I just like to set everyone's health total to one and I don't actually always win. <laughs> I just everyone's at one so you all get to join me at the bottom or 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 like like whatever low health total I'm at. So this is a super fun card if you're if you usually get targeted at uh, your tables, your pods uh and it makes it so that everyone now has to actually be careful how they attack because they will die on the crack back so simple stuff i love life swaps there was also a nine mana version of this in commander legends one so uh, it, it was like i forgot what that Phyrexian does transmutation or something yeah yeah i forgot the name something of like it that. yeah it makes a token yeah right equal that. to the damage that i've or like the life that's like been depleted yeah the life difference like, yes yeah. so it, it these effects are so fun especially if you're used to playing arch enemy do you do you just run this in any deck, Krim, or is it in like specific with specific commanders? Specific commanders that I know will draw a lot more. Like Xander has a lot of aggro, right? Yeah. Um, sure. My Aminatu deck will probably have a lot of aggro. Mm. So sometimes, depending on the like the day of the week, I'm like, ah, you know what? Let's choose. <laughs> let, let's let's play the punching bag today. You know, and and <laughs> so I will purposely put it in those decks. How do you, or, it seem like good tech. For, how do you win? Our enemy. Is, is this oh. divine intervention again? Like, you, it, you, you set everyone low. Yeah, well, yeah. creatures. You just I pass mean, this and then you attack. He attacks you, with his opposition agent, Richard. Yeah. He attacks with his Aminatu with Fluxer on it. Now. Or or my numerous 1-1s one that I've made, and they are now his under Bitter humility. Bitter Blossom tokens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do love Bitter Blossom. But then I die. Bitter Blossom <laughs> helps with the Repaying kind because it lowers you by one. A it little, does. A little by little. Repaying kind it. is a hilariously fun card. And yeah, like how yeah. do I win? I don't know. It's whatever. <laughs> it's whatever I have with it, right? Like it, either yeah. a a token, an opposition. It doesn't take much, right? A stiff breeze will usually just kill anybody. Uh, whenever I cast repay in kind, uh, but oftentimes this is met with like maybe like exsanguinate or like a drain effect, uh, like extorting or anything along those lines. Ooh, extort would be yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it also Wait, seems sweet. Happens first. It seems sweet with well, commanders yes. that let you lose life too. Like that's that's yeah. another sweet home, like uh, Selenia or whatever. Like if you have a commander that's like, oh, I can put myself down to one life, then well, then this Seth. seems like legit win con because then you can build around it a little bit and yeah. have a way to yeah. get that last damage in or whatever. I think and this that is, is like best. a forty damage burn spell or a hundred damage if you know everyone's life total. Like it can deal a lot of damage. This mm-hmm. this card is actually best in my mono black uh, Kyrick deck. Oh, but that's, yeah. that's yeah. because I, I play yeah. demons. And demons always punch me in the face, and I forgot what it's called. It's like life and you vessel. lose life from Carrick like like crazy, right? Yeah, Cause... right, right. Uh, I forgot what it's called. I play this. Uh, oh, there it is. Profane transfusion. That's the card we were talking mm. about. Uh, but yeah, there's an artifact. It's six mana, and it's from Zendikar. It was the mythic. Oh, eternal vessel. Here it is. <laughs> So yeah, life total. I I just I, I I set everyone's life total to one, and then I play a land, and I hopefully revert myself back to whatever <laughs> it was before that, right? Yeah. Uh, like, and th- and that's the game plan. So this that card is like this card is just hilarious to play in most of these these kind of decks. Yeah, I used to have a, a Selenia deck. I had a paper version of it, and I also did a, a bridge gameplay or Commander Quickie, as it's now called. Uh, I'll do a link 
if you're on YouTube, you can check it out there. Um, and that was the whole idea. You just Selenia can like lower your life down down to one. You cast for paying kite, and you you can extort afterwards, or just kill somebody immediately soon afterwards, or use something like tainted sigil or something that immediately bounces your life total, just like Krim was doing with the endless vessel. And also, you could pair with ways that allow you to be lower than negative, lower than one life, and then that just becomes straight up lethal Ooh, as well too. So then it is a win con, yeah, yeah. Seth, yeah. <laughs> style card. Platinum Angel. Sure. You could have yeah. it. You could have it all. Upcoming <laughs> Commander Clash. We got Divine Intervention. It's, and it's if already you're being in the deck. Too much, it's already in the deck. You yeah. can't find them. Yeah. Next level plays. So he tries to stop the Divine Intervention. You just repay him kind and take him out. <laughs> take him this out. Is a deck. We got a deck going. This was a live brew stream. That was the whole. We started. I don't know if there are any win cons in this podcast. There's like a. There, Can we there. Quick I mean, maybe a lot of these are like they might have like a sweet deck. Yeah. They're, they're even mostly in all in like the the esper color range i think looking yeah. at this so we we really could almost build a deck out of this <laughs> repay in esper. kind on on this board state or this deck list currently looks like we would be setting our life total to like 35 yeah <laughs> <laughs> esper bad win cons that, that's the name of the deck boom got him i just thunderous wrath the whole table <laughs> All right. Well, that was 12 cards or 12 win conditions that we really enjoy uh, doing in Commander. Not a power ranking or anything. It's what well, we like. That's how we like finishing you sure about stuff. That? <laughs> is, is it CDH what? power ranking? <laughs> yeah. Yo, this is I don't CDH know. like win cons. So I'm not a guru on, on CDH, but I don't know if Deck of Many Things is CDH viable, but I could be wrong. Yet. 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 Seth is going to put Give it on it the time. board. Give it time. We'll that get there. Voltron strategy <laughs> might be might be the, the real spice to uh, make that see, beat the Thoracles, you know? Um but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, as always, we'd love to hear what you like uh, winning the game with. So let us know in the comments section below. Like and subscribe wherever li you're listening to this podcast. And until next time, friends, see ya! <laughs>